I'm Mike Sibley, leader of the James Moore Manufacturing Team. On this episode of Moore on Manufacturing, we're joined by Jim Carnell, President and Chief Operating Officer of Command Medical Products. Command offers medical device contract manufacturing services for the production of single-use disposable medical devices with core competencies that include extrusion of medical tubing, RF welding, assembly, and packaging services. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the unique management approach that Jim has implemented over the years at Command, which has uh, really helped propel them to substantial growth and success over the past decade, not only from their ability to serve their customers, but they've got a great management group. I think they've all bought into everything that uh, Command is doing. It's got a great culture. So there's a lot of pieces that has made Command successful. And I thought I really wanted Jim to come on and share some of the practices and some of the things they do. I feel like this will be a great value to many manufacturers. So Jim, welcome. I really appreciate you being on here. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So Jim, if you, if you could just a little bit, just, just talk about maybe some of the successes you've had with the company over the past 10 years or so uh, to give a little flavor and background before we kind of jump into some of the management practices. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I think we've a little bit more than tripled in size over the past nine years. I've, I've been here maybe 13, 14 years, but the, the kind of the journey started about nine years ago. Um, you know, and I say that success, uh, I mean, you, you said unique, and I think, you know, it, it may be unique in that, uh, you know, it's hard to put all the pieces together, but nothing we're doing is unique. Um, you know, we've, <laughs> We've borrowed or stolen or learned a lot from from uh, what other people have done, and you know tried to put it together in a way that works for us. Um, so I said, start about nine years ago from the, you know, I guess there's two pieces of this. One is kind of the operational side, you know, the infrastructure and all that, and then the second piece is really the people side, uh, you know, how we operate together. But uh, probably about nine years ago, I was actually at a VMA meeting, and I uh, was listening to Mark Andrews, who used to be at Hudson at that time, talk about strategic planning, and we didn't have one. So uh, we were fortunate that Mark was willing to uh, work with us and help us uh, figure out how to get a strategic plan, which is kind of based on the, the Rockefeller habits, the Vern Hardish uh, book. Uh, and, um, you know, it gets into, you know, having a... Uh, big, hairy, audacious goal mm-hmm. five, ten years out that you strive to. It shouldn't be easy. And, you know, it also talks about core values. And so we had to sit down and make sure we understood what our core values were, or at least what we aspired them to be. You um, know, also gets into, you know, having uh, annual goals. You know, what are you going to do this year? It gets into quarterly goals, which we call rocks, you know, things that are most important to do in this particular quarter to help us achieve the goals and or the BHAG. Um, you know, having uh, key performance indicators. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, another part of it is rhythm. Um, again, not, nothing of what I'm saying is, is new or different, but you know, got to have a rhythm too. So, you know, part of that rhythm is uh, as a leadership team, we have an 805 call every morning, last maybe 10 minutes. There's probably, you know, some personal stuff that goes on and somebody did something last night or, you know, <laughs> um, you know, just something to share with the team. So we're connecting personally. Uh, but then it's also, you know, what do we need from each other that particular day to help each other achieve, 
you know, we need to achieve. Um, you know, we have weekly staff meetings with the kids a little more in depth into whatever is the most important or what, what do we need to talk about as a, as a team to help the organization improve. We have, um, monthly all company meetings. We just had one yesterday. It was actually a big Halloween party. You know, we had Elvis there singing and, and Britney <laughs> dancing. Were you, were uh, you Elvis? <laughs> you know, I, I was actually, uh, a Pharaoh, <laughs> but that, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have um, drinks over that one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have the monthly meetings where we, you know, do a lot of, a lot of recognition, you know, and just sharing what's going on with the company with everybody. Um, we also do quarterly performance sharing or profit sharing. So, you know, we, we, uh, get to talk about that, uh, as well. And then, uh, we do quarterly strategic planning meetings. We go off site, you know, for, for two days, we probably spend the first half a day talking about the last quarter, you know, did we do what we said we we're going to do? Did we, did we achieve the rocks? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, we spend the next day and a half talking about, okay, what do we need to do going forward? You know, getting ready for the next quarter. And, um, we actually on the second half of the second day, bring in the next level of leadership to share with them what we need to do and how they can help support and implement it. So you mentioned, um, let me interrupt for a second. So you've mentioned leadership and then kind of the second, you, you've got your, your, can you talk about your management structure a little bit? Cause you do have a uh, C team and the M team. And I find that kind of interesting how you've set that up. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So the C team kind of got set up when we, you know, we started looking at us, uh, the people side, us, um, we actually brought in somebody, uh, locally, Bo Brewer, who some of the listeners may know, um, but he came, um, you know, from Southwest airlines and, you know, it was important getting somebody from the outside <clears throat> to come in and, you know, help us, uh, see reality sometimes, you know, somebody that could, uh, call us out and, uh, help us point us in the right direction. But at that point in time, we kind of named, uh, or he named us the C team kind of for command medical products. So we were the C of command. Um, okay. and then further. And so, you know, that's all my direct reports, you know, finance, quality, uh, sales and marketing, uh, engineering, supply chain, uh, HR, et cetera. And mm -hmm. there's about, uh, uh, eight, eight of those, including uh, Carlos, who's our plant manager in Nicaragua. Um, and so uh, we started working on ourselves. I'll come back to that in a minute. But we also then said, well, we need to get the next level leadership involved. You know, we, we can't do it all. Um, so we named them the M team for medical. <laughs> uh, we haven't gotten to the P team. That might be good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but they're the ones we bring in on the second day. Uh, uh, you know, to, to help get their thoughts, but also get their buy-in uh, so they can help us implement stuff. Um, so you you talked about transparency quite a bit. And is that all part of, I, I mean, I know I've, I've toured, you've got video up on, you know, you've got the screens up with all the data. And I know you share a lot, as you mentioned, in these various meetings, you have an M team, a C team, and transparency seems to be really important part of the culture for command. Yeah, it is. When I first came here, we had those monthly meetings, but it was very superficial. Um, you know, and I think, um, <clears throat> part of the thinking was that, 
you know, people may not understand if you, you know, say, you know, revenue was a million dollars last month, you know, they, they think that, you know, we're putting a million dollars in our pocket. So we had to do some education, but, you know, my, my style was more like the more people understand, the more, um, they see how they can contribute and they fit and, and what the issues are. We share the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, it's not always good. And we've had some years where, um, you know, we weren't growing at the rate we, we normally grow at, but, you know, you got to share that stuff openly and honestly. And, uh, you know, it really kind of gets into one of the, one of the things that we've done as a leadership team is, is, uh, based on, you know, the trust pyramid, uh, uh Patrick Lencioni, the, the five dysfunctions mm-hmm. of a team, um, you know, where the bottom part of the, the pyramid is trust. And that's not necessarily trust in the way of, um, you think about trust, it's more about trust in a vulnerable way, uh, where you're comfortable uh, being vulnerable with each other um, and, and being open and honest. And, and you know, that's not always the easiest thing to do. And we've had some folks on our team that weren't able to do that, and they're no longer on our team, because if you if you can't develop that open and honest relationship and it, it doesn't really work for the for the rest of it, um, because then the next step on the pyramid is is the conflict or constructive mm-hmm. conflict, the way we like to do it. And you've, yeah. you've kind of seen that happen. Yeah, this is the perfect segue into you know I, I mentioned unique, and you're right. Some of the things that you mentioned are are things that companies do. Uh, some of them not so well. Some of them try to do it. Some of them do it really well and are really holding accountable. I think accountability is part of your culture and trust. And yes, I've sat in on many meetings and I think one of the most unique things that I've ever seen is the willingness of people to have dialogue and conflict. And I don't mean conflict in a bad way. I mean, conflict in, in really holding each other accountable. They'll even hold you accountable or call out and question things that you're saying and you'll do the same. And in my experience, nobody walks out of there, you know, with their tail between their legs. They walk out of there with this is the action item I need to do and look into. And maybe you could talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, no, that is a big part of it. And again, that's why I say constructive conflict. If if we're open and honest and people share their opinions, we usually end up in, in a better place. Um, you know, somebody may even say something that sounds like a joke, but then we think about it and we talk about it. It's like, well, I mean, that's not a bad idea, (laughs) but collectively, I mean, I'm not, I don't have all the answers. Um, and we have people that see things from different perspectives. You know, I'm an engineer of data and facts, you know, we got, you know, other folks that are more, um, sales and marketing, you know, and they, they just, we just think differently. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to get all of those different opinions and ideas on the table and, you know, discuss them or, or you know, um, have some passionate, I guess, discussions about them, but just openly share. Uh, and I think, it, again, it works because there's nobody on my team that does anything for personal gain. And everybody understands that, you know, we may disagree, but it's it's. It's what we really believe is in the best interest of the company, not what's in the best interest of that individual. And and as you say, we we actually uh, at sometimes we mine for conflict. So you know you can look around the room and somebody you can see somebody doesn't agree. So you say, hey, uh, you don't appear to agree with that. What what are you thinking? So we don't let people just sit there and, and keep it in too. It's got we got to get it all out. 
because we got to get to a decision, and, you know, which again is the next step on the pyramid is commitment. Once everybody has had their say, whether they we go in the direction they felt was best or not, at that point, everybody says, okay, this is where we're going. And, and it's all of our jobs to go there, whether it was, again, my idea or their idea, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, so, you know, we just move up the pyramid that way. But you got to have that open dialogue um, and, and, well, again, and I think one of the things that's interesting is that when, you know, what I've been able to experience is sometimes there, oftentimes every business has, there's a challenge in a particular area. And what I've seen is no one, that, that person that may be in charge of that area, they're not on an island. Others are jumping in saying, what can I do to help? You're jumping in saying, so it's not about scolding or anything. It's about jumping in and helping. Yeah, no, that's like another good point. Um, and again, that's one of the things you, you mentioned accountability earlier. Um, you know, there's there's five steps to the pyramid. Uh, accountability is the fourth and, and results is the fifth. When we started doing this again nine years ago, we were we were red on four of the five. Um, we we didn't do much of it well at all. Um, but it was good to know that because we could see where we needed to improve. And the one area that we we've never been green in is accountability. Um, and I think part of that is it's, you know, we, we trust each other. We like each other. We respect each other. It's hard sometimes to, to call somebody out from an accountability standpoint. Um, uh, but we continue to work on it. And it's one of the things that we're actually, you know, worked on over the last few weeks uh, is, is accountability and looking at it from a different, different perspective. But, um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Um. Well, and you mentioned, and this is what was interesting to me, you mentioned, um, you know, you've had people, qualified, talented people in your in your team that couldn't handle that kind of constructive conflict in, in process and not make it and have to be kind of, you got to find that person that fits. Yeah, we had, you know, two people uh, that come to mind that one was very, very talented in, in a technical way, but he didn't work well with others. He just wanted to kind of be over in his corner doing his own thing and, and, uh, didn't really like anybody suggesting he might be doing something wrong or could do something better. Um, you know, that didn't work out. And then the, the second one really just, uh, he, his whole career was, you don't be vulnerable. You don't share that you need help. You don't, um, you know, express any kind of weakness because that's mm -hmm. going to be used against you. And, and as much as we tried to explain that, not here, that if you don't ask for help when you're, when you need help, that's the problem. Okay. Um, you know, and, and just on the accountability stuff, it's, it's not, everybody's not accountable to their particular area or silo. The bottom line is we got to get quality products out the door and we all got to do what we need to do to do that, whether it's your area or responsibly or not. If you can help somebody, um, that's what you need to do. Because ultimately, our our purpose here is to help enhance, sustain, and save lives with with the medical products that we make that are then used by our customers. So, you know, the bottom line is getting getting stuff out the door, and whatever we need to do as a team to do that, that's that's what we do. How have you? Um... You know, obviously, like you said, you've had people come in from other companies that had different cultures, perhaps, and different ways of doing things. 
how do you first start out with somebody new into the management team to one, get them to trust that this is, explain it and get them to trust that, hey, just believe me, it's okay to be part of this. Yeah, that's another good question. Um, You know, and and we do this pyramid every January. So, you know, invariably we have, you know, one or two. And in some years we've actually had three new people. Um, and, and we take a step back in the pyramid because, you know, they, they, they're new here. They haven't really sort of bought in or understand the, the culture or the concepts yet. Um, so we have to work with them. And, and part of it is they actually have to see it, too. So they may be a little quiet at the beginning, but then they, they observe mm-hmm. and they say, OK, I see how this goes. And as they're here for a while, they they get to feel more comfortable, and then they start participating. And and uh, you know the ones that end up making it, uh, you know, kind of say, you know, I've never been part of something like this before. And and it's really kind of awesome when you when you get there. And I know you said recently because you've started working with us closer over the past year that you know you've observed it. We. We just think it's normal, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Right. Certainly, from the outside, when you see it the first time and you can see that constructive conflict, it's kind of like, "Holy crap, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, it's a little uncomfortable at first, but then when you realize, look at what's being accomplished, it's like, "Wow, this is there's this is this is different." Oftentimes, you just see people kind of come in and they go through their reports and they leave, and that's it. You know, so this is so different. Yeah, no, no, you're right, and and again, it's it's a journey, Mike. Where we we started it, and we continually improve. There's times when we fall back, um, and usually somebody will say, "Hey, you know, we're we're moving in the wrong direction, or uh, we got to regroup here." Um, and and again, like I said, we're really working on accountability right now, so we keep we keep trying to find ways to to go to another level. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you said you said something the other day. We were in a meeting and. Uh, you said uh, some to the effect that we'll take challenges head on. We're, we're not afraid of challenges. And I feel like this is this is the reason why you're not afraid of challenges. I mean, obviously, nobody, everybody wants to just have everything be easy and grow and up. But there's there's no way to get around in business having challenges. But you guys are like, we're not afraid of them. Yeah, it's kind of funny that sometimes, you know, at one point in time, we said, well, let's create a uh, a challenge because we work better when there's uh, something <laughs> something going on. Right. Uh, no, we didn't do that, but but you're right. We uh, we seem to rally uh, around challenges, and I think it's because if it's your area that's having the problem, you you know you're not alone. It's mm-hmm. not people are, are are pointing fingers at you and saying, "Hey, you need to fix this." It's, "Hey, we've got a problem, and what are we collectively going to do?" to solve that problem in the betterment of the company. Uh, so I think that's why uh, where that goes so well when we have conflict. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. And I, I appreciate you sharing all this. I mean, to me, you know, the the trust factor, the transparency, the, the culture that you're building is just, you know, I see all of this and, and you can see that combined with the success that you're having. And there's no doubt in my mind it's because of this that you're having that success. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, um, you know, I'm 67, get closer to 68, but I have no plans to retire because, you know, we, we, we have we have a lot of fun, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it just with the Halloween party and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. we, 
is a culture where you can come in, you can have fun, we work hard, but we work together and we, we achieve what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, and I think, you know, other companies, and that's why I thought it was so great to have you on here to talk about this, because I really think if other companies could, could see this kind of model and see the power that it can bring and how it can transform a, a company, it, it's just incredible. So, Jim, I, I really appreciate you uh, being on today with us and sharing uh, just some of the stories and management style that you guys have. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Mike. And if ever I can help you or anybody else, I'm, I'm open to doing that. That's how I got started, people helping me. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks again, Jim. And uh, thanks to all our listeners. And, and like Jim said, if you have if questions or anything, any help ever needed, just reach out and we're, we're happy to talk. And thanks again, everybody. To learn more about James Moore & Company's manufacturing services, go to jmco.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our More on Manufacturing series to receive updates when new videos and podcasts are released. If you'd like to be a guest, or if there's a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode, contact us on our website. You can also follow us on social media for more news as the landscape on manufacturing continues to rapidly evolve. Thank you.